Hello, Dr. Lewis here, your medical scientist, discussing coronavirus and what is a cytokine storm. And simply put, a cytokine storm is inflammation on overdrive. So if you have a cold, your cytokines, inflammatory markers, will be up a little bit. It's like a little rain shower. If you have the flu, it's more like a storm. But when you have the coronavirus, it's more like a thunderstorm. And the problem with the cytokine storm is even though it's there to help you, it can kill you as an overreaction to solve a very prolific infection, in this case, uh, the coronavirus, the, the novel coronavirus. So let's look at what is inflammation. Harvard Health talks about inflammation. And we have acute and chronic inflammation. So if you bang your knee or cut your finger, your immune system dispatches an army of white blood cells and other cells to create redness and swelling. We call this inflammation. And the process works similarly if you have an infection like the flu or pneumonia or COVID-19. So really we're just looking at elevation and inflammation. And when you have cold, the flu or COVID-19, you feel lousy. And that's because your body is dealing with all the inflammation and the toxicity released by the infection. So the cleaning up of the infection and its toxic end products is really what makes you feel lousy. So inflammation is the trigger. And so inflammation is not unique to COVID-19. From diabetes to Alzheimer's disease to cardiovascular disease, inflammation is always present. And knowing how much inflammation you have is an important factor in terms of your survival or severity of COVID-19. So COVID-19 sufferers who are likely to die are those who display signature inflammation. This is from Harvard Medical School, but it's really not signature. We see the usual suspects, the usual inflammatory markers, which I'll go into very briefly a little bit later. Immune cells flood the body in the case of COVID-19, the lungs. This isn't the only mechanism. Hypoxia is part of the COVID-19 response, but certainly lung uh, inflammation, lung infection, and lung involvement is a very clear part of this disease. So the cytokine storm is the body's last-ditch attempt to save you. With the other indications, cold, flu, you're still going to have cytokine elevation, but here the infection is so overwhelming that the inflammatory response is equally overwhelming, leading to hypoxia, tissue damage, edema, which is fluid buildup, which can ultimately kill you. But if the body's not trying to kill you, it's trying to alleviate the infection. So there is collateral damage to healthy tissue from the immune response. And there is also collateral damage from the toxicity released by dying infections. So the infection itself is toxic to tissue and the end products from its death are also toxic to tissue. So one of the characteristics of COVID-19 and the cytokine storm is that most patients will have a fever and often a high fever. Nervous system symptoms may occur, headache, seizure, or even coma uh, at late stage into the disease. People with a cytokine storm, that means highly elevated markers of inflammation, deteriorate very quickly. 
It was also reported that there was a likely cytokine storm associated with the Spanish flu of 1918, the SARS outbreak of 2003, and the swine flu H1N1. So all of these had cytokine storms, so COVID-19 is not unique in that respect. Now, short-term anti-inflammatories, with the emphasis on short-term, may help, but they're not proven. So, for example, ibuprofen with COVID-19 is not shown to be efficacious. But when you have this really rampant inflammatory response, anti-inflammatories to suppress the inflammation a little bit is likely to be helpful. But long-term anti-inflammatories are also immune suppressants and you need an immune response. So this requires skill in terms of treating the disease with anti-inflammatories or, and or anti-infectives. We can measure cytokines and a cytokine storm by doing a simple blood test. So blood testing can identify the cytokine storm process. In other words, you're not just either all or none, we're all on a continuum of inflammatory markers that are characterized as the cytokine storm. Elevated cytokines pre-infection increase severity later. In other words, you only have so much reservoir before your body succumbs to a cytokine storm. So if you start at this level, then you don't have far to go to here, which may be an end stage for COVID-19. But if you're way lower initially, then you're probably much more resilient to the adverse effects of COVID-19. So we all have elevated cytokines. Our white blood cell cells are always up fighting something. C-reactive protein may be up slow, uh, slightly. So having inflammatory markers in our body is not uncommon, just not commonly measured, unfortunately. So the markers are C-reactive protein. This is erythrocyte sedimentation rate or SED rate. Fibrinogen is a repair signaling molecule. White blood cell counts, that's our primary innate immune system, homocysteine. Uric acid is not being measured by many out there in COVID-19, but uric acid, besides being a marker for gout, is also a molecule that goes up with hypoxia, which is presumed to be one of the mechanisms that COVID-19 uh, has to kill you. And then infectious burden. We all are fighting infection. That's why our white blood cell counts aren't zero all the time. They're elevated and they're fighting infection of all types all the time, keeping, keeping us in balance with that infection. So all these diseases lead to higher mortality if they're pre-existing, if you're infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus and have a COVID-19. And you can see the death rate for, if you have pre-existing cardiovascular disease compared to no health conditions increases by 1,200%. But underlying every single one of these conditions are elevated cytokines. Maybe not a storm, but elevation, which makes you less resilient to the COVID-19 infectious process. So all these diseases present with elevated cytokines, every single one of them. This is a, a study I did versus the different conditions, cancer, respiratory disease, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure. And this is the rate at which people die from COVID-19 
And this is reference material from PubMed that shows the relationship between these conditions and infection. So all these diseases likely have a stealth, uncovered, infectious component. And so then when you're infected with SARS-CoV-2, you already have a burden. Your vessel is partially full. So that's why you become much more susceptible to dying from this condition. So in summary, a cytokine storm is just really profound levels of inflammation that can lead to tissue destruction, hypoxia, edema, fluid buildup, which can make you either really sick or ultimately kill you. And it's not unique to the coronavirus. And it's easily measured. Anybody can proactively measure where they are on the cytokine storm continuum, if you will, from no cytokines to severe and high levels of cytokines in your blood. And right now, we're measuring it reactively. So for example, Harvard Medical School and East uh, Virginia University Medical School is measuring for cytokine storms in COVID-19 patients. But I believe everybody should be tested for where they are on the cytokine continuum. Dr. Lewis here, medical scientist. Thank you very much for your time.